This is episode 25 of the Now Is podcast. My name is Ben Remsen, and the idea of this podcast is to do a recorded version of the concept you might know from Downbeat Magazine's Blindfold Test and The Wire Magazine's Invisible Jukebox, to play tunes for musicians without telling them what they're about to hear and see what they have to say. What follows is the conversation that I had with Silke Eberhardt on the afternoon of September 22, 2017, in her living room in the Prenzlauerberg neighborhood of Berlin. Silke is a Berlin-based improviser, composer, and bandleader who plays alto saxophone, clarinet, and bass clarinet in many groups and ad hoc improvised contexts. You're currently hearing me talk over Minotaur from the 2017 album The Being In by the Silke Eberhardt Trio. At the end of this interview, you'll hear the large version of her group, Patsalatsa, play a portion of her arrangement of Eric Dolphy's unfinished composition, Love Suite, from the 2014 album, Patsalatsa Plus plays Love Suite by Eric Dolphy. To find out more about Silke's projects, upcoming performances, and that sort of thing, check out silkeeberhardt.com. You can find the Now Is podcast in the iTunes store, perhaps you already have. You can stream it at nowis.org, N-O-W-I-S.org, where you'll also find information about all the tracks that I played for Silka. Feel free to also like the Now Is podcast on Facebook. Okay, Silka Everhart. Record. Yeah, I figured you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. like it? Yeah, I think it's the only one, uh, Mingus, or the first recording where he used uh, the words then. Uh-huh. 
Fables of Forbes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forbes words. So, yeah, Eric Dolphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, yeah. Yeah. great so version. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Really like this version. And no piano, only right. bass drums. Yeah, yeah. Very minimal. You did a trio um, version of this. Yes, yes. Without bass. Without even actually. bass, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and drums, auto yeah. sax, trumpet. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Mm. So, what? why were you attracted to this tune? Oh, this tune is... I mean, I'm attracted to many, many Mingus tunes. Sure. But that one is, is like the, the classical yeah, Mingus sure. piece. And it's, yeah, so powerful because also of, his, of the political mm -hmm. message. He's yeah. really angry, right. I think. Right. Yeah. Did that factor into deciding to use it, to play it? Um, yes, also. I mean, it's a great tune. Yeah. And what I really like about it is this, um, yeah, the different parts. I mean, Mingus does that a lot. Mm -hmm. He uses um, not like four or eight bar forms, mm -hmm. they are longer. Yeah. And then he mixes that with Latin and. Mm -hmm. Swing parts, just it's so, uh, so you like like this, now it's unpredictable. Right. Sometimes. Okay. Mm, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you have thoughts on mm -hmm. adaptation. No. Wait in yeah. the water. Oh, they're playing. Like they just put that, throw that phrase in. Sure. Yeah. Oh, the name of the trumpet player doesn't come up. I, I see his face. Yeah. What's his name again? Uh, Ted Carson. Ted Carson, of course. Of course, I'm, I love him. And Danny Richmond, mm -hmm. he's great. What about him? How he is um, playing together with Mingus. I, I think no other drummer can. They are really like one yeah, yeah, person. Yeah. In what, and what I, way? I don't what see you... him in, in, on many other albums. I, I'm not aware of him on anything else. But... Yeah. yeah. What, what do you mean by playing as one? Like, what is? Can you be more yeah, specific? Like how they communicate. Mm -hmm. You never know if Mingus how, if he would do start double time or something just mm -hmm. or or making this triplet times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, changing. And I think Mingus was one of the first groups who started that. Um, with this band, like this sudden changes. Mm -hmm. And not straight ahead going through mm -hmm. the tune. And Sudden changes that were not planned, like he yeah, would call them and just. Like he would start up triplets and the mm -hmm. triplet would be a new mm -hmm. quarter time. Mm. Uh, oh, Dolphy. yeah, if you want to comment, uh, I'd love to hear any comments on Dolphy's solo. I'll turn it back up. Oh. <laughs> it's the blues. Yeah, sure. And what I really. People keep asking me what what do you like most about Dolphy? Yeah. And, and I think everyone expects me to say, oh his virtuosity. Mm -hmm. But I think it's his sound. Mm -hmm. It's really touching me. Yeah, touching you how so. Very much. Yeah. Yeah. So what about mm -hmm. the sound? It's like it's a cry. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I, there are some alto players also. Sonny Simmons, I feel, 
He has that cry or on it call man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like a light, light sound, but with bottom. Mm -hmm. oh, with, with bottom. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean, bottom? Like a bottom, bright, bright sound. Okay. Mm. Mm. I can hear certainly like the phrasing here. He has all these phrases where he comes in. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. He's, yeah. These little, like, like, he's in. like he's talking. Yeah. 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 And he's talking a lot. He's talking a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's great. That's great. Speaking of talking, <laughs> is Mingus singing in the background? Oh, it's, it's I guess amazing. that's Mingus singing, probably. And probably Danny Richmond also. Yeah, both all of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's a choir. <laughs> I love means choirs. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the other ones on that album, it says. I was like, playing that with Akita Kase yeah. in a duo. That's and I know, I, I have that album with me. And uh, I remember we played it and I, I announced the, mm -hmm. the tune, and then someone from the audience, he could tell me what it means, uh -huh. but I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Okay. Sadly. So, why is it one of your favorites? It's pure bebop, do 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 day. Pure bebop in the and sense that it's, that it's a. What does pure bebop mean? Language. Okay. The, the theme is like a Charlie Parker theme. Sure. And it has this that 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 is staggered sure. uh, notes with high intervals, right. which I really love. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what year it was. Uh, in 61. 61. Yeah. Mm, I think that was the greatest year yeah. of Honor Coleman. Yeah. From having seen your music presented really just that one time, the second night mm -hmm. of Elastic, um, I have this impression of your compositions and really liking this kind of like naughty, tangled melodies mm -hmm. that are still very bouncy, kind of like that mm -hmm. might be sort of a thing. I mean, and I was I watched that video that's on your website, of, of, you know, of a show that I was in the room for. So, but I'm oh, sorry, <laughs> but I watched it uh, anyway. Um, and it, that melody especially reminded me, not that it sounds exactly like this, but it had the same kind of feel, I thought. So I don't know if that's a thing that you are go for with composition. Oh, you are so right, actually, okay. because how the melody started. Um, I just realized when you said it yeah. um, that I use, like to use triplet in combination, like okay. a lot in my... Okay. Composing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so maybe. So that could be a little influence okay. from yeah, yeah. on it, but that's also. I mean, that's happening in Charlie Parker's tunes and sure. and Eric Dolphy tunes as well. Sure, mm. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> okay. Good. I'm glad I got that right. One point for me. Yeah, one point for you. <laughs> I mean, I listened so much to 
to Ornette Coleman. Yeah. Especially during the 90s when I was studying at the mm -hmm. university and that was maybe my... Um, I always wanted to be a bebop player and, yeah. and then I discovered him and very dolphin and so you rec recognize him from the first note. Yeah. And that's can't can only be Ornette's chorus. Yeah. yeah. Ornette can play the one note blues. It's a really happy sound, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 And the loose loose phrasing. It's like okay. da, 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 like yeah. it's not suit sims or something like it's very different yeah. to so how would that be? Can you can you like sing sing the difference or something like that? So it's not well, so well. He's a tenor. <laughs> okay. No, but no. Maybe I mean, he's more like swing, <laughs> and and he's he brings in yeah old old and new sound mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. The old sound being the yeah. blues sound. Yeah, old. with kind of um, melodies which are almost naive. <laughs> naive. Yeah. Naive. Yeah. yeah, in the sense that they... Yeah, they are easy, like easy melodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a lot of chromatic approach or what yeah. you would call. Sure, although it's... it's very in, 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 in major... Yeah, although it's interesting because you... This, as we noted, this... The head of this tune is very complex. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's like... The head is very complex. Yeah. And it's not a... There's a lot of chromatic in it. Yeah. And high notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't hear on it playing, that's the high A. Yeah. He's placed uh, the altissimo register. Okay. So, hmm. I don't hear that a lot in his playing. Okay. So, I think he was on, on top of his... Yeah. Ability on yeah, that okay. record really okay. yeah, it yeah. was great. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, 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 no. He's not da da He's ha, no, 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 no. Okay. Like, like talking. Yeah. In sure. his way. Sure. Yeah, that's that's what I mean with the phrasing. And it's not. He's sliding <laughs> a lot through the lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is sliding meaning playing glissandi or? He's not there... hitting the note right yeah. where it is. He's like, nah, 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 nah. but yeah. he slides through like a snake. Right, right, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. And now he's with da, 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 da. hard phrasing. Yeah. Half. Hard, very okay. hard yeah. tongue, yeah. tongued notes. So that makes us that makes it's dynamic. <laughs> it's yeah. really good. Yeah. 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 I like it. And how it responds mm -hmm. to the soloist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Responding in what way? Like he's picking up rhythmic things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So when he makes a pause on it, then he he goes right in mm -hmm. like this. Just now he makes his breaks. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Right there, 
okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Okay, and now? It's Johnny Hodges yeah, and yeah. Duke Ellington. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So how can you tell? I mean, the tone, the... Button. Yeah. Absolutely. So, more specifically? Damn. <laughs> yeah. I... Yeah. Okay. Unique sound. Yeah. Yeah, so it's that. Also, he's sliding up right. the notes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. They're already using those tones, yeah. which are later you find in the avant garde in free yeah. jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. already doing, okay. doing it. The Ellington Band was a band of um, unique personalities, mm -hmm. like. Everyone had his own style, like Johnny Watches or Cootie Williams, Harbour mm -hmm. Miley, and mm -hmm. they were all already doing this. I think they called it jungle sounds, especially the brass players sure. would, um, could sound like human voice yeah. or animal sounds or whatever they right. were exper right. experimenting right. a lot. Sure. So, although how they swing it so sweet. So good, yeah. So lovely. Oh, it's funny because I never thought Johnny Hodges and Arnett Coleman would be in, in one line. Mm -hmm. But somehow, of course, they are. Uh -huh. I haven't thought about that. I always think, yeah, Charlie Parker and Arnett, then. But I haven't thought. Johnny Hodges was always something different for me. Why? Like swing. Swing and hmm. or maybe it's only my thing because I started right on bebop and what was before at first was not so mm -hmm. interesting for mm -hmm. me, but that has changed a lot sure, sure. over the years. So. Right. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. That could be... Uh, that could be Josh Berman. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, if you, especially if you just took just that part. <laughs> Don't for, tell him. For 45 minutes. <laughs> no. I, I'm sure he would like that. Yeah, no, of course, of course, yeah. Totally, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. And then, how do you say an earworm? Yeah, an earworm, like <laughs> yes. you get stuck in your head. <laughs> to me. Yeah, sure. I think the average person. Mm. Would find it, it. Of course, it has a written B part. Uh -huh. But you don't have Is to use it. Is that significant? No. Is that unusual? But sometimes um, Charlie Parker's tunes, they have like this A, A, B, A. Mm -hmm. And on the B part could be open improvisation. Yeah. But maybe later it became the theme. Uh -huh. You know, I was crazy about uh, Charlie Parker. Is, uh, he's playing Brillhart mouthpiece. Mm -hmm. You have seen those white mouthpieces on some photographs, maybe. So maybe, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm crazy about his sound, and I. Yeah. Mm, maybe. Yeah. I mean, all those uh, Dolphy and yeah. those I mentioned before, but Charlie Parker. The, the alto saxophone sound to me. Yeah. And I tried to, I was a little bit nerdy about Brillhard mouthpiece. Yeah, so yeah. I've, there was a time I was on eBay every night and uh, bidding on <laughs> white 
Brill Hearts streamlines and personal leanness and I have yeah. Yeah. And did you get? Uh, did you yeah, get I bought some, but most of them were really bad. Oh no. I spent a lot of money, <laughs> and then I, yeah, I tried to make them better. I gave them to someone, or, mm -hmm. but only if they were really bad. <laughs> and the good ones I kept, but the the opening tip of the mouthpiece are mostly so closed. Yeah. On these old pieces, they are from the forties. Yeah. So I always wondered how he, he got that sound out of this. He probably had a. Sounds like an open mouth beat, but I think it was not that open and hard reads. I mean, there are many, many um, uh, discussions mm -hmm. <laughs> about that. Sure. If you're, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Is that. I think I, I also talked with Keith Jackson about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He probably knows better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I try to to find out how he does it and also on equipment. Mm -hmm. So Is but that is that important to you to kind of imitate the the material conditions of the uh, um, people you admire? It's not important but it's inspiring. Sure. And you maybe you saw that I'm playing old vintage horns and so my alto sax is from the 20s. Okay. And an old Samuel. I also have a newer one, but I really prefer the old one. Why? It gives something back. And, and on modern horns, I don't feel so, hmm. so good. Maybe at the beginning I wanted to imitate, but after a while I, I didn't want to play on a new yeah. fabric horn. Yeah, yeah. And also I found um, Ed Pillinger, he's a mouthpiece builder in England and he copied some of the old Brillhardt mouthpieces okay. for me, and but with a more wider opening, so I played those for a time and now I went back to something. I went back to a Meyer, which I played when I was studying. Mm -hmm. Actually, I kind of like that sound. Like a nostalgic feeling I had, and then I told him, "Oh, why not?" And yeah, yeah, now yeah, yeah. I'm stay on it like two years already. Okay. Mm. Cool. Good. So I could have saved a lot of money. Right, right, right. <laughs> Sit over there. Ah, pepper, right? Yeah. How'd you know? I had to <laughs> because I and I hear it. <laughs> but yeah. I have the book here, Straight Life, the story of Art Pepper, and yeah. I haven't read it okay, yet. Okay, okay. So I'm just like, oh! <laughs> oh, I Okay. So how did you And I, I know that record, but is it the one where he sits in the green grass? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think... The, the, I can't remember. I don't know what the cover looks like. On the cover? Yeah, I don't know. It's with the. It says it meets the rhythm section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's I think it's. Section. Okay, yeah, cool. It's a long time that I listened to him, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's a long time yeah. ago. I always liked him. And. And he was one of the musicians I also transcribed. <laughs> but. That's just not something you've listened to so much anymore. No, no, actually not. 
I mean, everything he plays, it, you just can write down and you can say, wow, this note is the major seven to mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And you, it's just perfect mm -hmm. what he does. When he's playing so, solo. Yeah, yeah, and it's with a beautiful sound. I'll just come back into it and we can get mm -hmm. So. And it's a great swinging. Yeah, sure. It's lovely. So yeah. it's interesting you say that, that everything he plays, you could perfectly yeah. transcribe. Because that's sort of... Would you think of that as the opposite of what you were saying about Ornette or Chani Hodges? And if so, is that not as interesting? Because you were talking about how they... Um, I don't want to compare those musicians too much, but I would say Dolphy and Ornette are not so easy to, to transcribe. Yeah. I mean, you, I, mean you I did. Know. <laughs> I took... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I really was... But that you can huh? stop it and then you can write it down. Mm -hmm. It's it plays very logical lines. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it. Um, but I'm not <laughs> too crazy about it. Like, right, right, like, right. I'm not getting touched so deeply mm -hmm. like um, when Johnny Hodges is playing or Charlie Parker. Mm -hmm. But that's very um, subjective. I don't know. I mean, Art Pepper, yes, I haven't read the book yet. Right, right, but, I see your point. But, but, but he had a hard life. pointing at his book. And, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yes, and it's funny that, uh, that the music is so controlled mm -hmm. to me. It's not Perry Robinson. No, that, that was is. not a question. Okay. I, it's okay. not him. Okay. <laughs> it's not him. Who else is it not? <laughs> it's not Eddie Daniels. <laughs> okay. It's a modern recording. No? No? 69. 69? Yeah. OK. You know, I, I don't recognize anything after 67. OK. That's, That's a official? Fact. That's a fact. That's well, a fact. Okay, cool. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, think, let's say 68. Okay. It was the... Um, those two albums on it made New York is now and Love Call. Okay. Yeah. I really love that. No, no, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, yeah, but course, I'm yeah. really getting worse after that time. Sure, and sure. the 70s, I didn't like the sound. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, I get it, I get it, I get it. But okay, let's just stick, okay, with, stick with this. I love his tone. And his energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But is it... Oh, you must help me, but it's not James Carter. Or is it, it is him? John. It is him, John, no? John Carter. Uh, John, John, John yeah, Carter, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. Why did you say it's not? Why did you because think? I thought his tone was a um, little more rough, like, like Perry Robinson. Okay. Little. But that could be the recording also. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds.
So then that would be Bobby Bradford on trumpet yeah. and this kind of this people, no? Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. The, so I don't know so well. Yeah. But of course, they continued with the, the music of Arnold Coleman yeah. in a way. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. wouldn't sound like that if he, he would have done. Yeah. Yeah, of course, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, that was so the one. The he's one. Ornette on clarinet somehow, no? Ornette what? Ornette. Like if Ornette would play clarinet, that would clarinet. be yeah, yeah. him. Absolutely. But maybe that's too stupid to say. I, I think he's very different, but the way the the compositions are and how they play it with that openness and that concept behind that the rhythm section they are swinging and they play open this kind of pulse playing what do you mean kind of pulse um i mean what they play now it's it's beat yeah but kind of not too straight it's yeah it's like yeah. i call it pulse Okay. Or people call it pulse. Pulse, yeah, sure. But it's okay. a swinging, a swinging pulse. Okay. And that's what the Arnold Coleman Quartet invented. I haven't listened a lot to them. I discovered it very late, and I think through the Willisau Jazz Festival recordings, I went to the archives and and yeah, and they gave me. Oh, you should listen to that. So oh, okay. And it was a live recording. And it of this was band. live recordings of that band, so I don't know that record. Yeah, 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 yeah. What did you? Of what did you? What was the experience of listening to that for the first time? Oh, I haven't heard a clarinet player doing that. Mm -hmm. um, Beside Perry Robinson playing yeah. like free jazz yeah. clarinet. Yeah. Clarinet was my first instrument. Yeah, yeah, I read that. Yeah. Yeah, and. And when I was young, for me, I, I come from a Swabian village and played in the in the local brass band. Mm -hmm. So the clarinet to me was folklore, Bavarian folklore mm -hmm. music, okay. and saxophone was jazz. Right, right. And but that that has nothing to do with why is the clarinet. I think that instrument. It's a little bit crazy. Huh? Saxophone is very easy. You have the same finger rings mm -hmm. in the lower octave and the, the upper octave, and you have two and a half of them. Mm -hmm. And the clarinet has a much higher register, and the, you have to um, in every every register you have another finger ring. Mm -hmm. First, it's difficult, and then it's not so loud. So you have. I have to find a way, if you play with a rhythm section, to, to get through mm -hmm. and not using a microphone also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that is not the way. That's not the way. <laughs> it's not yeah. the way. So what's the, way, what's the way to cut through? What's the way to cut through? Um, you need good uh, technique and power to do it and, and also change your mouthpiece. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I like that about playing saxophone or clarinet. That yeah, it's breathing and it's physical. Yeah. So we already talked about Dolphy a little bit, but um, 
I'm curious about your thoughts about his playing specifically and also the his influence on European mm. European jazz tradition, which is this album is Yeah, last date. Yeah, exactly. Mm. This album is the perfect example of yeah. this intersection of oh, yeah. mid mid century American jazz with the burgeoning avant garde of Europe, obviously. With Misha and Han. So mm. Yeah, I think <laughs> I saw this interview of Han Benning where he said that he was really he reads out of his diary and says describing the rehearsals and yeah today we rehearsed these tunes and oh my god they are really difficult tunes but so exciting there's a movie yeah yeah this is a i think it's a 14 bar piece okay and the chords are strange yeah. <laughs> so everything is oh my god you you have to keep the form you have to and he knows very well what he does Right. And he, he extended the bebop to its very far end, how as far you could go, probably. Yeah, right. So in his own way. Extended the bebop meaning through the like uh, really erratic jumps in. Also melodically. Or, yeah. Yeah. So he puts chords on chords, which. Like, um, yeah, pe people call it uh, like upper, upper structures. Okay. Chord on another chord. Like, okay. he, he could, just an example, he maybe it's a D, D minor and he would play an F minor on it. Okay. Just and by playing an F minor, you mean playing through like notes that would imply an yeah, F minor yeah, chord? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what the hell is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. When I first heard that, I couldn't believe it that it's possible to play on an alto saxophone. Yeah. It's high intervals, unbelievable. Duck, 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 duck. Oh, yeah. At the end, it's good that he has this two bar <laughs> minor chord. So if you get lost in the form, no, okay. And they like to do it at the end a lot, yeah. so it's sure. and it happens a lot in in Dolphy's compositions that he has a mm -hmm form and at the end a little vamp, a little vamp, a little vamp. <laughs> No. No? No. What made you laugh just there when it started? Oh, this fantastic start. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Ah, John's arm. Yep. Tommy. Evan Parker. The harmonics, the, the expression, everything is yeah. double tonguing. There's some mute probably in this horn. Some, maybe, maybe not. I think it's interesting to to 
find out all the possible sounds you one mm -hmm. the player itself himself can find on the instrument and scratch in the corners and mm -hmm. look up. Oh, I, I just played a strange note. Ah, what can I do with it? Mm -hmm. So to, to make the strange note happening. So mm -hmm. and that's in the solo playing. I think you you must get comfortable with that strangeness mm. of yourself. He extended his techniques and wow, yeah. in all directions, no? Yeah. Amazing. And I, I love it. Yeah. No question. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Do you think there's any connection? I don't know if this is too big a jump, but in the European improvised tradition from Dolphy to this? Oh, I think there is a connection and also with John Coltrane mm -hmm. because yeah. he was the first oh, based to, to do the <laughs> those harmonic things, no? Uh -huh. The um, sheets of sound. Right. What he's doing but with a strange sound now. Yeah. So wait, by how moving is this? the fingers very quick and playing overtones uh -huh, uh -huh. at the same time. Oh, I like it. Yeah, me too. So, so it's a modern recording? Yeah, it's from a few years ago. Yeah, it's, it's Chicago people? Uh, it's not, oh. um, actually. There's a Chicago one coming right up. But um, no, it's Chris Corsano on uh, drums and uh, Paul Flaherty and Mete Rasmussen. I remember when I was in Chicago and played with Dave Rampus. Yeah. We had similar oh, yeah, that's right. that is thing actually... going on and I thought, oh. What do you mean similar in what way? Like this two alto thing and and yeah. driving rhythm section. I really enjoyed that gig. That was great. So, that was great. And and that's why I thought, oh, this could be Chicago could people. Be. This, is, this is actually a recording of that, <laughs> that show. Music can only be played in Chicago. Right, right, no. right. No, no. No, no. Uh, um, yeah, no, right. That's that is the other thought I had yeah. for picking this. Is that as I told you at the time, that was that set was incredible. Like mm. there were some parts where the two of you were in the same, like felt like your playing was coming out of the same mind. Yeah, parts, you know. and some sometimes I didn't know. Oh, was it me or him? Yeah. So it was like one instrument. Yeah, yeah. And I also feel that here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you kind of enjoy being lost in what's happening? Not uh, if I like something, I want to. I'm interested to know who is yeah. playing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And. Maybe it's why, because then I can... I think we all want to do that. We want to know and then to put it in a context. Is it European? Is it mm -hmm. right. American? Is it old or new? And right. what has it do with ourselves? So I think yeah. I'm just like that. You're it's doing so, that, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Is huh. it it shouldn't matter, actually, yeah. but it's, it's, yeah, it's like you see a painting in a museum. Oh, I really like it. And then you go, oh, 
Yeah. Oh, Picasso was it, or whoever. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm sure you. We are just made like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. So, what do you do when you, you categorize this? Like you said, that's interesting. You said, is it European? Is it American? Oh no, no. Um, oh, it's not because you said. I have heard Chris Corsano in a festival, and he was playing very differently. It was quiet. Mm. It was just the opposite of that, and I would never. But I don't know much of his work, but. Mm -hmm. Mm. Okay, Matt Erasmussen, I could have guessed, maybe. Yeah. Oh, they're not giving up, are they? <laughs> what do you mean, they're not giving up? I mean, they are, can do it for a long time. They can do it for a long time, I think, yeah. <laughs> That's sort of... That is one very powerful color. Yeah. And if you hear that live for yeah. 45 minutes, yeah. That's something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you can, if you can do it. Like I wouldn't say, oh no, but after five minutes, now they should go to a piano and ballad yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. It's just how the energy goes. Yeah. Ah. Albert Eiler is in the house. <laughs> because of they the. Like him. Yeah. 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 How he started the solo. Okay. Yeah. What, like a phrase like, that he played? He just, he just went in with a sound. Okay. And now, now I can hear it. The things he's just playing now, I recognize. Mm -hmm. And he's a huge sound, he's a huge sound. Yeah. Actually, I feel a very strong connection between Berlin and Chicago. Yeah. We also like to do that. Yeah. And What's that? Expressive free jazz, and also we like to swing. Them shall swing. Yeah. Ah! That's Rudi Mahal. Yeah. It's, yeah. You can tell because of his playing. Yeah. So then it must be the Enttäuschung, Monks Casino, yeah. Schlippenbach. Yeah. 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 Yeah, of course I know this that group for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Yeah, and Rudi is so unique and you you I yeah. I heard from the first note on. That's yeah, him. yeah. Can only be. Yeah. What what about what about him? What's the thing? His tone? His tone? His melodies, his sound, everything. I I know his playing very well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For a long time. Yeah, so. yeah. And also I took classes with him many okay. years ago. So. Uh-huh. 
I mean, they, they made all the, the complete work of Monk, and yeah. every tune has a special arrangement yeah, how yeah, they yeah. do it. And sometimes, maybe once a year, they play all tunes in one night or two nights. Yeah, so yeah. it's always a happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they played a bunch of Monk last night. Mm -hmm. This is nice cut. Nice cut. It's hard to bring this into words, but yeah. this, when I hear that sound, this is the music I heard in the 90s when they started that thing. Yeah. And so it's more emotional. Yeah. But don't you agree sometimes when, I, when you listen to Chicago bands, there's something going on? Yeah, absolutely. So Definitely. I agree, yeah. yeah. But I want. Yeah. Like a combination, uh, not combination. Uh, no, but and you're it, saying it has a, another it's kind of energy. What's the other kind of energy? Dirty. You yeah. Said, yeah. In what way? More, um, because it's looser. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and not too organized. No, they have the arrangements, but they they are always able to to do that, Does that and they know all the monk tunes so well that they Schlippenbach and and Rudy they them for so many years yeah if one plays the phrase the other would yeah jump into it and go for it so does that seem characteristically berlin to you no for that people but there are so many different scenes now in berlin like the younger scenes have i showed up in the club akut which is not so far from here and they had jam sessions and jazz maybe twice or three times a week and mm -hmm. and that's where I saw them playing for the first time free and monk and doing this kind of things and it was yeah everybody was experimenting mm -hmm. yeah and I haven't heard great players like that before because I just arrived in Berlin I'm mm -hmm. coming from South uh, diaspora <laughs> small village so no? Yeah. And then getting into this was, wow, yeah. what's going on? Did you take to it immediately? Did you like it right away? Yes. Yeah. It didn't require adjustment? I don't know. Before that, I lived in Munich and mm -hmm. the scene there was more mainstream. Serious, very serious. Yeah. Yeah, you must know the chord changes. And yeah. they were talking like that. Totally different kind of thing and I felt not so comfortable with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was learning and I trying to figure everything out, you know, yeah. It didn't feel that welcoming. And then I came to Berlin and I said, and I said, oh, everything is possible musically. And that was maybe why I, it's emotional to me. Yeah, yeah, mm. to hear this. Yeah. The moment of everything being possible. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. 
Yeah, so I'll cut it out. Yeah, cut it out. Yeah, no, but yeah, yeah. I, so I, 